Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I'm your co-host, Andy Rieger, joined as always by my good buddy, Matt Basinger from SwellSpark. We're in the Let It Fly Media Studios, joined as always by the Ms. wonderful Jackie Wise of M-Prize Bank. Today's guest, someone who's a friend of mine, John Stevens. John is the CEO of Port Casey. John, welcome to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here, Andy. So, so, John, he called me good buddy, and uh -huh. he called you friend, and I'm yeah. just not sure on the hierarchy. If friend you is think higher. Friend <laughs> Thanks for thanks for clarifying. No problem. That. Let's get to the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John. Uh, let's just start real quick. What is Port Casey? Sure. Yeah, you know most people don't know that there's a port authority mm -hmm. in Kansas City, but um, beyond that, really, the port authority is an organization that um, is obviously focused on transportation, river development but also redevelopment and bringing economic opportunity to Kansas City. And it is really a holistic kind of ecosystem, and we're, we're a small 15-person uh, organization, uh, but we're dedicated to working to bring development, bring redevelopment opportunities to areas of need, bring jobs and job attraction, and partner uh, with great businesses and great organizations to accomplish that. So the port is uh, sanctioned by the state of Missouri. Correct. to execute these tasks mm -hmm. based in Kansas City though specifically Correct. and so you guys are essentially operating on behalf of the government mm -hmm. as its economic or one of its Correct. economic development arms how do you guys focus that economic development sure. attention sure so uh, we we focus in two areas one is obviously with transportation logistics supply chain you know you, you can't look at a news story right now without hearing talking about supply chain disruptions. So one of the keys is there because we do actually own and operate a port. We work with rail. We work with all of the infrastructure components of that. Um, and then we focus on uh, how to connect that to the speed of business and uh, development. Uh, we have that. And then our other key focus from the state is for redevelopment and revitalization. So the biggest example, probably the most visible, is the Berkeley Riverfront area. 55 mm -hmm. acres of derelict, abandoned, uh, dirty land that completely used to, used to be a trash dump, right? Literally a trash dump. The Kemper Arena roof, the original Kemper Arena roof, when it collapsed, was dumped on the Missouri Riverfront there because back then they said, well, nobody will care if it's on the river. So we really, and, and I personally, uh, with our organization, focus on the mission of changing that uh, to the benefit of all for the future. There are numerous cities that really focus on whatever waterfront they have, right? Yeah. And there's beautiful baseball stadiums that are built along the river, football, what have yeah. you. And I think one of the conversations in Kansas City for the last couple of decades has been the underutilization of the river. Uh, tell me about some of the projects that you are all working on, things that are in the queue, Things that we're excited about as we all continue to see Kansas City grow into what we already we already know it's the best city in America, but Obviously. like other folks are starting to find out. Yeah. Um, what are you all doing to make sure that that continues to be the case? Sure. Well, our primary focus is doubling and tripling down on the investments made to uh, the Berkeley Riverfront area, and that is maintaining a world class park, connecting the trails and bike infrastructure, extending the streetcar. As I was leaving to come down here today, the, the core drilling, the engineering pre-work is happening to bring the streetcar right to the middle of the riverfront. Uh, those are the infrastructure investments, and now the private investment has been happening. Uh, over the last five years, there have been 800 new apartment units built, Barquet, 
uh, you know, great new entertainment kind of venue. And, and then the big one, the, uh, the capstone on the east end by the Bond Bridge is the new Casey Current Stadium, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, an incredible opportunity uh, to not only support uh, women's sports, supports the sports and soccer ecosystem in, in Kansas City and in the Midwest, um, but also create a venue that is just transformative mm-hmm. and sets the standard, uh, unlike anywhere else in Kansas City. So I know Andy is going to want to overtake, want to take over this whole conversation, and I will let you shortly. Andy. Appreciate you. It's uh, very but, generous. But as far as the way that you are developing this, is this the type of thing where you're often going, you're seeing, hey, there's this group, and we we really want you all to come and do something along the river? Is this folks who are coming to you and saying, I need five acres of land? Is there anything that you have available? Is it a combination? Like, what has that kind of relationship management yeah, looked like? You know, it's great. It's it, it's a combination, but fundamentally we make we try to amplify the message of Kansas City and the value of Kansas City to 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 work to establish your business and, and to invest uh, and then we're really sort of then open that up and we let folks you know the, the world really has discovered Kansas City mm-hmm. from an investment uh, world and so really people come to us and it becomes my job to really look at okay is this the right type of development or uh, in the right place that really will, you know, obviously the business, the business side is, is going to determine if it's viable for them. Mm-hmm. But then we add that, is it really good for the community for the long term? Is it a, a reinvestment and investment in the community that is really going to benefit the community? And we do, we're, you know, we're not an incentive agency in the sense of like an economic development. We're a, a much more holistic organization. So we, I really do think in decades of investment and are we setting the right precedent in investment? And so I view that as operate and put put tools in place to, to move at the speed of business so that Kansas City is competitive mm-hmm. against other cities. But then at the same time, hold the line and be very, very clear with these with, with private investors of what how they need to contribute to the community long term in mm-hmm. what they're building and how they're operating. And, and I think we struck a great balance on it. And we, you know, we have a lot of work to do, always. Uh, the work never ends. That's one of the things that I worry about with Kansas City. Historically, Kansas City has these great spurts of excitement and energy and focus. And then we take 20 years off. And we're like, we're done. Eh. And we just kind of ignore things. And uh, hopefully with the leadership we have in place, the people we have in place now, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, We're not going to build a terminal and do all these things and then stop for the next 20 years. Sure. Because redevelopment, revitalizing our downtown, revitalizing our neighborhoods is a daily, daily iterative process. And that's sure. how you build a community for generations. Yeah. Probably a little bit at the right timing as yeah. well with respect to, you know, I, I've, these are even conversations we've had yeah. where development as a whole is kind of, it's kind of like a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And it's the areas that we all want to develop now, right. our parents didn't. Right. And, but what, what our parents didn't want to develop, their parents did live there and yeah. did utilize mm-hmm. those areas. And they just all now pretty much happened to be in the original parts of cities, which were right. all based along rivers. So, you know, Matt sort of, his questions were focused around Berkeley Riverfront, mm-hmm. which is the most obvious example yeah. of what Port Casey right. is doing for good. But, you know, we, we talk about you guys built this huge, I don't know what they are, the fuel balls or, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, what are at the yeah. at the actual yep. port in the West the Bottoms where mm-hmm. that's also something. Right. But talk about some of these other big projects that you guys just yeah. lend assistance in that are really the big things that you feel are going to make a difference. Yeah. And, you know, talking about the 
Blue Valley Riverfront sure. and like all that whole thing. Yeah. So, so, you know, that's how we differ from just sort of assembling kind of a, a, an attraction package. We actually own the former Richards Cabauer Air Base and maintain the environmental remediation and are focused on redeveloping that. So we own the land, we lease to small businesses, then we looked at targeted redevelopment with partners. Uh, we own 420 acres in the Blue River Corridor that we're building a $500 million multimodal center that will be the largest in the Midwest that will accommodate uh, shipping containers on vessel, with rail, with trucking. Those are the type of things that create an ecosystem of business and business opportunity that, you know, it, it is, we, we take our eye off the ball sometimes that, you know, Kansas City grew because of a bridge, because of bridging, we, we won uh, in, in the Midwest as, as a leading city because we were the first to build a, a rail bridge across the Missouri River here. And it was then, supposed to be, because St. Joe was, was the, St. Joe. Joe the big city back then. And everybody said St. Joe's gonna win it. Kansas City kind of came in, boom, and, and got it, and that built, really built the city. I mean, it, it created the infrastructure. And we have to continue to grow on that. I mean, this past year, we were the fourth largest uh, industrial market, mm -hmm. uh, growth market in America of all the cities. And we have to continue to grow on that and then focus on quality jobs, quality opportunity, make sure that our citizens are prepared and trained and that the salaries are there so that they, um, so that they have access and opportunity to those. But we really do focus on that whole ecosystem of rail and, and, and trucking and, and barge. And, and then the, our, our little six acre West Bottoms, you said there are, there are fertilizer. We provide almost 50% of the fertilizer for the commercial farms in the central Midwest mm -hmm. through that port. And those are the type of things that I geek out on it. I mean, I, I really do. I never thought I would. I never thought I'd geek out on supply chain and logistics. Um, but I'm on the National Waterways Council. And really, we have an outsized voice in this because we are the fastest growing port in the Midwest. And we want to continue to do that because it will lead to keeping Kansas City a vital cog uh, in, in, in uh, growth and industry. So, so how do you balance, in your position specifically, you know, everything that we talk about and, and inherently when people think of the port, they yeah. think of industrial, they yeah. think of, yeah. you know, commercialized traffic. Mm -hmm. um, we're talking about the multimodal facility yeah. and, you know, none of that really has to play too much with growing as a city in terms of population and right. getting more businesses right. to come here. More or less, it's companies using Kansas City mm -hmm. as a means for them mm -hmm. to be able to conduct their business as a... Right you know, a transportation hub, give or take, moving in and out. Yeah. How do you balance what the port does with both growth goals of a city where you're trying to get more citizens to move mm -hmm. here, et cetera, and then how does growing the multimodal side, how does that help you guys execute sure. on apartment complexes sure. or things of that sort? Yeah, so, yeah, you know, we really are, uh, we, we are a political subdivision of the state, uh, and our seven-member board is appointed by the mayor of Kansas City, uh, but like many other ports around the country that Kansas City is just not as attuned to, but port authorities in, in larger cities actually have a large purview of services that they provide, and, and we do as well. The port district is the entire city limits of Kansas City, Missouri. So when people say, well, that's not on the Missouri River, it's like, well, but the port district is the entire city. Right. And so how do we, how do we blend that? 
we use the, the opportunities uh, and the revenues from those attractions and those warehouses and those manufacturing, obviously to, to, to push them into you know, quality job and, and workforce development. But then also we invest, reinvest 100% of those revenues into things such as land remediation, into things such as partnerships with uh, workforce developers, into things such as jobs attraction projects. So we are a small team, but I really focus on us being the most agile and creative entity kind of within this sort of government kind of world that we're not there to do it alone, but we're there to be the agile problem-solving person and organization that then brings all of the right city, state, and federal partners together to do that. And we've been very successful. We're, we're able to leverage $10 million federal grants or $20 million federal grants or state environmental cleanup grants. Mm -hmm. We become that kind of quick and agile catalyst that, that they probably find annoying sometimes because I run around poking a lot of people, uh, but I wouldn't know any other way to do it because I, I committed myself long ago to no matter you know what opportunities present themselves in the world, I'm focused on Kansas City. Well, let, let's put a pin in that for a sec yeah. and let's talk about you, if you don't mind. Uh -oh. You know, uh -oh. were you standing along the Kansas City River as a seven-year-old saying, yes? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what I want. No, I, because back then it, they called it yeah. the Dead Body River. Yeah, I just I want yeah, I want to fix this thing. No, like how did you get into this role? How long have you been doing this? I, I, so so I yeah I, I grew up as a little kid spending a lot of time at the Isle of Capri Casino, you know. No, no, <laughs> um, no I, I I'm a Kansas City native. Mm -hmm. uh, did a journalism undergrad. Was kind of moved in more of a communications sponsorship direction, did global sports sponsorships, ran companies at a young age, but always fell back into urban planning, kind of city making mm. in, in, a, in, a, in a real sense of architects, engineers, kind of different people don't always have the solution. So you need somebody that can kind of bring, bridge all of that to, 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 to catalyze success. And, um, Considered for many years, worked in 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 sports licensing, did consulting. I uh, actually went to work for a, a, a large global urban redevelopment company for a while, and was private sector. Um, and then just a light bulb clicked, and I said, I, no matter what opportunities present themselves, I'm going to see Kansas City. I, I'm going to focus here. And um, once I did that, it became really easy then to say, okay, sure. Do, am, am I an expert on, you know, on, on hydrology or logistics on ports? No, not many people are. Sure. Um, but I did feel like I had the tools and the expertise to lead an organization, to bring the right talent in and to know how to distill information a great word. and determine out, outcomes, <laughs> right? Distilling. Distilling. It is. It, it's a good word. That? It's a good word. And uh, so that was where I, you know, I committed myself to that, uh, held a bunch of different positions as, as a private Owning, owning consulting firm mm -hmm. in tourism, in development, but all of it really was in this sort of civic development world, even if it was, even yeah. if we we're based here, but working for a client around the country. Then um, I, I was recruited to come to port for, for this role. And the first question they ask is, how will you ready this organization to be prepared for any amazing growth eventuality for this city. Imagine if Kansas City were to triple in population, how would you make sure this organization is playing a vital role in accomplishing and balancing that? And I said, well, you sold me, you sold me. 
Um, I'm also totally ADD, so jumping from you know a call on on barge traffic to port tonnage to talking to the Surface Transportation Board to talking about multifamily housing, that that sort of ADD world is my world. So, so look, if you don't mind, I mean, yeah. Andy, no, 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 no. I'm, I'll, I'll I'll just say my last thing just as a, as a yeah. summary for the listeners. So, essentially, if you're looking to grow, you're anywhere near the river and you're, you're a business owner, you're a developer or whatnot, John is the one, the port is the one that they're an, an agency that can help you figure things out, figure out the incentive pool and see if your idea is actually additive to Kansas City and very deserving of an incentive to incentivize you to do your project or if it's a personal private project that you're going to have to go at it on yourself and yeah. they'll be completely supportive still. Here, here to support whether it's a port project or not. I mean, we, we truly are committed. Our entire team is committed to being you know, an organization that is here to support positive growth and development for the community. And if that is just as a volunteer, if that is giving advice, sending people to the right opening doors, we'll do that. Uh, but yeah, if it's, if, if, if it's anything in Kansas City, Missouri that's complex, difficult to accomplish, but could be transformative, Happy to sit down and talk. Um, you know, be it be it over a uh, over a cocktail, uh, or, or over a coffee. We're happy to have those conversations with anyone. Cocktails are great. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> coffee cocktails can be great too. There you go. That's why we made Cafe Amaro. Cafe Amaro. One one quick minute on big news yesterday for Kansas yeah. City. Right, we're we're yeah. getting the World Cup in 2026. Uh, there are already a number of river specific projects that are in the queue that are soccer related. But mm -hmm. as far as the things that you're planning and helping develop, yep. does that just does that push timelines? Does that add fuel to the fire of, oh, my gosh, we have this opportunity to show off our city and to show off the river and yeah. it's time to go? Yeah, no, it, it does. And, and in many ways, I've I had that conversation recently with some city leaders who sure remain nameless. And I said, when we, when we are awarded the World Cup, mm -hmm. and, and I did say that a few, a few weeks ago in a meeting, but when we are awarded the World Cup, we have to be ready to quickly prioritize what needs to be accomplished in that time frame, what can be accomplished, and what resources are gonna be brought to accomplish this list. You can't accomplish everything. You can't transform a city. We don't need to transform our city. We're, we're already a hell of a great city. So, I mean, they picked us because of who we are. So, but we do have some big things to do. I, I, and I think that uh, continuing to develop around, around the current stadium, uh, the riverfront there will be a highlight component. You know, there won't be the actual World Cup matches there, but the current stadium and all of those ancillary development, that's gonna be important. Continuing to develop uh, transportation. We're not, probably not gonna have time to build an extensive additional streetcar lines but bus rapid transit, transit only lanes on the interstates, all of those things are gonna be really important. Bridges where necessary. Bridges where necessary. Um, and, and then a lot of those, and then aligning that, like the South Loop deck, that can be accomplished. Mm -hmm. you know, it, the planning is in place. So some of those catalytic things, and then overlaying that with why those are important, not just for visitors to the World Cup, but what that means that having a deadline puts an urgency there of how that benefits every corner of our community for, for, for the long term. Yeah. So when you're gonna when you're looking at these developments and you're looking at areas where people are trying to do projects or they're mm -hmm. approaching you with their ideas, beyond just the incentive or the encouragement or the connection, are you also helping them find capital partners such as Emprise Bank, 
Yeah, it's so. So it really is a full continuum of review and, and how we look at that. And and many instances, the the thing that gets the most attention is is the incentive. But that's usually by far the smallest component to mm. making great projects happen. It is the private investors and the banking relationships that really make those happen. And and we are not in a role to to specifically recommend any one you know, banking relationship, but we do highly encourage great local partners, great local banking relationships, because those are, are the, the organizations that invest, that have invested in our community and continue to reinvest in our community project after project after project. So we very much support that type of investment. Well, John, you may not be in a role to recommend specific banks, but if you look to your right, uh, obviously we love work with some and, and exactly. it's really neat to see how it all comes together. We love seeing banks like Emprise that are involved in the community, committed to community, uh, and connected. So, There's a lot more to talk about with there that. Is. A lot of excitement in Kansas City. As we wrap up, separate from business, yeah. uh, separate from you know having a kid or whatever, what's the coolest thing you've ever done? <laughs> coolest thing I have ever done. That is an incredibly hard one. Um, is that because you've done no cool things? Or no, it, it's clearly, so cool things? clearly. Yeah, I, I've other done, than this moment, I've, I've done no well. cool things. Yeah. yeah, this would be the highlight, right? But that would sound yeah. pandering, so oh, exactly. I, I wouldn't yeah. do that. Oh man, um, probably, uh, probably just packing up one day several years ago and uh, flying to Portland and just doing a multi-day solo hike, kind of you know a, 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 a vision quest, if you will, and just having a map and no technology and taking off. Um, not the coolest, but to me, and in, in how it kind of impacted my life at that point in my life. That you can define cool however you want yeah. to. I love yeah. it. John, on behalf of Emprise Bank, Let It Fly Media, the Jay Rieger & Co. Distillery, Swellspark, I'm so grateful for what you're doing in Kansas City. Excited to see what you continue to accomplish and bring here and grow here and, and just help the city thrive. Thank you for sharing time with us today. Thank you for the discussion, it's been fun.